This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. talk today um, about mindfulness, meditation, these kinds of terms and the reason I wanted to bring it up was because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned about mindfulness, Claire. <laughs> and meditation. And meditation. About mindfulness and meditation. <laughs> yeah. We need to know more about this then. <laughs> well, I think it's it's come from, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're all paying a lot more attention to our well-being, aren't we, and our, our mental well-being and the, and the times we've been living through have caused us to sort of focus a little bit more on maybe other aspects of our life that perhaps we didn't really kind of make time for before or perhaps we'd always wanted to, but we didn't have the opportunity. And I think... You know, and I think the world of well-being has kind of slowly been kind of emerging uh, as an important, you know, tool, resource, way of being, you know, in the modern world. And, and I'm all for that. Obviously, this is our this is our passion. This is, you know, what we really care about. And we're particularly focused on mental well-being and, you know, our kind of mental health, the state of our minds so important to us but I I worry sometimes about you know when I hear people talking about mindfulness um, and meditation and and Mm. terms that get kind of banded around um they get used as you know I mean an example might be you know where people talk oh you you just need to do some mindfulness you know and yeah that'll sort it out um or you know we've been doing mindfulness at work (laughs) yeah um or even you know with kids you know I'm hearing it a lot we're doing mindfulness with the kids at school fantastic you know and I'm not please you know I'm not sort of like saying these are bad things Hmm. I think what I'm doing is I'm, I'm I'm coming at things with curiosity as I like to do I'm questioning okay so when you say that what does that mean how is that supporting you? Where is that kind of fitting in to your work, to your life? You know, for young people, what, what is it that we're kind of teaching them about that? What is it for? Um, so, yeah, I don't mean to come at this with, I've got a big downer on it at all. I'm just thought it was a, an interesting topic because it's, it's, it's kind of got me thinking, you know, about, I suppose it's that phrase, isn't it? The idea of doing, we're doing mindfulness. Oh, we're doing mindfulness now. So yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> yeah, it, it, um, 
conjures up for me, and I know I've told you about this when it actually happened, when I'd seen it on television, um, it was one of those programmes, cooking programmes or something like that, and the host at that point was making everybody do some meditation or mindfulness. I can't actually remember which one, but she was making everybody do it at a dinner party. And I'm just like, the, my first thing was to go, what are you doing? And then you're giving us a bad reputation because mm-hmm. that's not what we're about. But actually, if you said if you'd met that and you'd gone to a dinner party where she was making you all do mindfulness and meditation, and then you'd met me, would you be expecting me to do the same kind of thing? Um, and we definitely don't. And it's sort of like for me, there's a lot of people putting it in bad light, as there always is with these kind of things. Yeah. You know, that maybe um, they're jumping on the bandwagon. They've not really got a good idea what what it actually is about and there is so much more to mindfulness so yeah when we are doing mindfulness it doesn't sound right to me but I, there was also another one where I think um, it was like bed and breakfasts they were all getting together and sharing each other's and, and they did the same they were saying rather than you know this is what we do in the morning so a bit like going to somewhere that does yoga mm. But you don't make somebody go and do yoga. You don't go, right, you have to come down in the morning and do yoga with me. Because it'd be like, well, why? But it seemed to be like, right, you need to come down. We're going to do a meditation now. Well, why? And who's to say they're in the right place for that? And all she, all that happened was there was lots of giggling. There was lots of, um, you know, rolling of eyes and stuff like that. And it's like, I can so see that. But I also, when I'm talking to people about it, when we've done sessions in businesses with people, you can see some people going, oh, here we go again, mindfulness or meditation. And, oh, this is going to fix us all. But actually, when obviously the process that we're doing with them is explaining more about what that is and how it fits into other things that people need instead of burnout how it can support people to not get to that point so to me there is this stigma that is building around mindfulness and meditation I think people who are really into it don't have that Mm. but somebody who's maybe needs some support maybe they're really stressed at the minute they're already in burnout maybe people who you know really need to start and want to start looking after their mental well-being. I think that's what they think. It's mindfulness and meditation. That's what it's going to be. That's what's going to do it for them. And I think it's giving a false impression. And that's what I don't like about it. I don't think people, I'm saying this, I think there's a lot of people out there who don't have a clear understanding of what it is and what it isn't and what you can do with it and what you can't do with it that kind of thing I think there's an awful lot of that about and through no fault of anybody of their own I think it's because people are using the word a bit like we we've talked about in one of our sessions we said this the word stress is used too much that it's actually 
lost its meaning. So we don't actually take notice of somebody when they're going, I'm feeling really stressed. We don't go, oh, alarm bells. We need to listen to this person. Maybe we need to help them a little bit. A lot of the time we go, yeah, so am I, and carry on. Very dismissive. Because that word has been used to such a saturation point that it means less now than it ever did. I'm feeling that's where mindfulness and meditation is going. I I would agree with all of that. I think you're right. I think we're we're at a point where there's a potential for it to be to be seen that way, and I think people's perception of it, um, like you say, we. I mean, and I think people who come at things with open mind, open heart, will, you know, will see that. But anybody that's looking to be proved right with their skepticism, yeah, it will just fuel that. It will fuel yeah. the skeptics, and actually, it could be. You know, this like you said, this could be a real opportunity to help somebody. And it could be mm. the key to, you know, them starting out on a on a little journey, a pathway to supporting them, you know, not necessarily going off being a meditation yogi or, you know, it's not about that. And mm. and this is the point, isn't it? It's about kind of its accessibility and making it fit within your your own sort of setup and your your needs mm. and your life. And and I think that's it, isn't it? You know, when we talk about it, we we kind of introduce it to people in a way that is about fitting things within within the day, and it's about acknowledging what's already going on within the day. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know the, the kind of the, the craziness of the workplace and the demands of of modern life and all that. And and what we're trying to say to people is, you know, you just do something for two minutes. You know, we've all got, I mean, we've even talked to people about, you know, if you need to kind of go and have a break somewhere, you know, go and sit in your car or go in the yeah. loo. You know, we've tried, you know, and people have related to that though, haven't they? They've related yeah. to that as, yeah, I can I can do that actually, because that's a space where I can go where I won't be interrupted yeah. for two minutes. Um, you know, and if that's your starting point with something, it's kind of like a way in then, isn't it, for people? But there is, there's a... There's a danger. I think we're in a dangerous space with it where, you know, there's a lot of bandwagging. There's a lot of bandwagging, you know, in terms of it being presented as a solution. Yeah. You know, oh, well, if we just do this in our workplaces, we'll all have like a meditation morning and then we'll all feel better. We've checked a box for our health and well-being. Our staff are great now. Off they go, super resilient. We've solved that. And I think, you know, obviously the work we do around mental well-being is, is much more holistic than that. You know, we're not mindfulness meditation practitioners in that way. That's, yeah. you know, that is part of what we offer. That's part of what we introduce to people. But it's about giving them options, choices, saying, you know, try this, have a go at this, see what it does for you. Mm-hmm. And I think when you set it up in that way for people and it's safe, and you know you're giving them the choice to try it people are much more receptive whereas like you were saying like on the tv show and obviously that'll be for the camera it's yeah it's it's done deliberately in that way isn't it but actually this like what you use the phrase several times making right making you do mindfulness (laughs) i'm gonna make you do it's not really the sort of thing that you can be made to do yeah 
and it has and it's a, definitely not conducive to mental well-being no, well yeah anything that's this idea of it being forced or imposed well but like you were saying before where people are going oh we've been doing mindfulness in work today that does ring to me like it's tick box exercise mm. i'm not saying it is, is it you know yeah. but just that phrase that's what it feels like and what have you been doing because we are very much one size does not fit all we are all individuals and so what will fit for us and what will fit for us in that moment is very different and that's why you have to do a plethora of different things because actually you need to figure out what's going to work for you in different situations and I think it's that and what you were saying there it's a springboard to help you with other things so like a breathing exercise can be very mindful can be really good if you are having a panic attack that's the main thing you need to go straight into breathing concentrate on your breathing focus on that that'll really help but we're not saying that that's going to be for everything and everybody but that's what it feels like. It's like, right, we're going to just go and do some mindfulness. So, right, I want you to find five things to look at. And it's sort of like, why? What am I doing with that? Where am I going from there? So a lot of the stuff that I know we look at, it's about, like I say, it's that springboarding. So what it does is the things that we're doing with people, it enables them to find a resourceful state it enables them to compose their emotions. It enables the emotion maybe to have ridden out a little bit mm. so that they're feeling and thinking more logically, feeling a bit more composed or feeling less in the heightened state that they're then able to make a decision from rather than making a decision from that heightened emotion. So the but there's things that come after that it isn't just let's go and do mindfulness and yes I, I agree with you I think what they're doing in schools and teaching from a younger age I think that's brilliant I mean because our youth of today need it our youth of today need our support you know we've both said we would hate to be children nowadays or even young people you know they've got so much that they're dealing with but it feels like it's being used as a, that sort, yeah, there you go, go and do for that. And it's not, it isn't that. And people still think that meditation is about getting everything out of your head, not thinking about anything and finding that state where you're in pure calm. Mm. And it's like, no, that isn't. You know, there's lots of different meditations and we do a lot of guided meditations, because of the clinical hypnotherapy course that I did and my qualification within that, I know how that supports. We know how that works for people. So that isn't about forgetting everything in your mind. It's about following a pattern, following that journey that I'm taking you on or that you're taking them on. So there's lots of different things that come up in it, but yet that isn't what I see that's out there. I just worry that people are going to be more skeptical of it when it can really help mm -hmm. if used in the right way 
and they've used for the right thing and if people have tried things and figured out what works for them personally yeah I think that that word personally I think because I think it is a very personal thing Mm. actually you know and mindfulness is it you know it's it's an approach it's about your quality of your attention developing your awareness you know a state of consciousness your state of being um but it's something to practice and finding a way into that then you can kind of weave that throughout so many different aspects of your life but I think when people are presented with it a lot of the time it's it's when maybe things are bad already yeah yeah. so it's like it's a solution to so we were talking about schools and I know there's a lot of great stuff been going on in schools but I've also seen articles and, and heard it used for oh well we're doing mindfulness to prepare children for tests <laughs> so well you know don't get me started on testing <laughs> that's a whole other debate um but actually well why can't we just be doing mindfulness for doing mindfulness yeah because it's yeah, just yeah. part of being a human being and it's just sort of teaching young people and children that actually bringing themselves you know to a state of awareness consciousness looking around, noticing what's going on around them in nature, you know, all that kind of thing. That's that's just a, a really positive, important thing to be doing anyway, you know, in order to sort of help them with concentration, help them with focus, help them, as you say, calm them down if they're feeling a little bit anxious, you know. So in that instance, what's happening is, kids are associating it with oh well I need to do my mindfulness for my tests which you know in one way isn't such a bad thing but it's not really kind of opening them up to you know other possibilities with it and I think this is kind of where the checkbox sort of feeling comes from a little bit doesn't it and I've seen it we've seen it in workplaces as well um you know like you say we're we're kind of we're doing mindfulness and it is it's a very personal thing it's it's a a thing for people to discover and and when we talk about it we do place it within that holistic position because what we're actually doing is we're not just kind of you know parachuting in we do a bit of mindfulness with you this morning you know and then we've kind of we've checked that box we're actually looking much more in the round at people's thoughts feelings behaviors you know you know kind of my my profile as a as a who I am as a person what makes me up as a person my personality what you know what drives me to do this what makes me react in this particular way and as you say it was all part of supporting people to be more resourceful and more resilient um, and I think there's, it's a much more kind of rounded way that we need to be kind of approaching it. Because after all, at the end of the day, mindfulness and a meditation practice is, is about being intentional, isn't it? It's about where we're choosing to place our attention. It's about what we're focusing on. So is it really, you know, going to be enough to just sort of do a bit of it here and a bit of it there it's about it's for the it's for the long haul I see it as like an investment really if that makes sense yeah and and clinical studies have shown that meditation will change your brain structure but only with regular practice so it needs to be I 
they, the last time I, I read the study was 10 minutes, sort of every day, a minimum of 10 minutes. And it's sort of like you need to build up to that, but yet it becomes part and parcel of what you're doing. So you're not going to go and do meditation. You're not going to go and do mindfulness. What you're doing is you're just adding it into your day. So it's it becomes part and parcel of your everyday thing. You go for a walk. You take notice of nature while you're out there. Maybe, you know, part of the afternoon, that's when you do a meditation and you can be sat at your desk and do a meditation. You can go and lie down. You can go into nature. You know, we were talking the other day about just looking out of the window, that can be a meditative state. If there's something in particular that you're noticing out of that window, notice lots about it. So it does, like you were saying, it, it becomes immersed. You immerse yourself in it. It becomes part and parcel of what you build into your everyday life. That's when it'll work properly. Yeah. So what can we encourage people to do, Claire? Is it about sort of saying, if you're listening to this and you're feeling a bit sceptical still, is it about, you know, encouraging people to have that kind of openness to it and to try things? And, or if you've been in a situation where you felt like, you know, it's, it's a bit checkbox exercise, is it about sort of challenging that a little bit in your workspace or, or within practicing it a bit more within your own life? And like you say, just looking for those moments within the day where you can just, you know, particularly if you feel yourself kind of getting a little bit worked out, I don't know if you're in a traffic jam or something like that, you know, it's sort of like, okay, I'm going to, I'll just try and notice what's going on around me. I'll just bring my attention to my breath for a moment. I'll just... You know, and, and and little things like that are actually practicing mindfulness and start to kind of weave them in throughout your day. I think all of those are key. And, you know, I don't want to turn around and go, you know, if, if your business is or where you work, your company is going, oh, we're, we're going to do mindfulness. Because actually, at least at least they're looking at something. Yeah. So at least there is something. But I think it's just don't expect that to be the answer. There is no, it's like you can't bottle up confidence and give it to somebody. You can't bottle up mental well-being and give it to somebody. It is exactly like your physical well-being you have to work at it. It's exactly the same. So as in you have to work at it. So you have to figure out what works for you, what works for your business as well. So, um, you know, what's going to work within the company you work at. So if you are just getting a tip box mindfulness, maybe using that as a springboard to talk to your team if you're a manager um, if you're higher up, adding other things in that then supports your staff to build their mental well-being greater than that, figuring out what works for them. I think there's there's that kind of thing as well that people need to do. And if if people are sceptic, then yeah, maybe just being a bit more curious than spec than um yeah. 
It's just having maybe that curiosity of, well, what? What's it going to do? Maybe I will try it before I dismiss it, which people often do. Maybe I'll figure things out for me. I'll have a go at this and I'll have a go at this. I'll see if any of those works. And rather than just go, I've done it for a week, that's it. It's not worked for me. It's like, well, no, just try it. Try it for a longer. Try it for three months. If it doesn't work, what have you lost? Because if you're saying just a couple of minutes, you're not really lost anything. You've just tried something out. Sure, you've done other things that have took longer or whatever. I think it is just about having that open mind, but also being aware of what's being sold to you. Does it seem to be coming from the right place? Is mindfulness getting sold as a be-all, end-all kind of thing? Mm. Maybe, yeah, that's not the right word to get, way to go with it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good advice, actually. And I think if you're somebody that's, you know, because it's it's one of those things that people can be quite evangelical about, isn't it? You know, yeah. It really work for them. Um. Maybe be aware of how you're presenting it to mm-hmm. other people. You know, so if you're someone who's really on board with it already, you're really maybe you're you know a regular meditator or you're really into your yoga or you know just be aware that you know other people might need a, a you know they might bring them with you, yeah, rather than kind of imposing it onto them because we're all different. You know, like you say, we we really believe in that kind of one size does not fit all. And it's about, but we also want to encourage people to try things, like you say, and have that kind of openness to stuff. Because I think for me, you know, this is we're human beings. You know, we're not robots. Yeah, it's kind of in a lot of our work and even our lives are kind of constructed in such a way that you know we're kind of we're always in the doing you know, aren't we, rather than the being. And I think I think it's mm. about seeing it in association with that, which obviously fits very well with our own philosophy, our be, believe, breathe. It's kind of about like coming back coming back to you as a human being for me and sort of what that what that looks like and feels like for you, you know, and that includes within a workspace. You know, because you are you are you when you turn up to work yeah um, so it's, it's like you say it's about thinking of working at your mental well-being you know thinking about well, what does that look like for me if I've got if my mental well-being is you know really supporting me what does that look like and and, and how am I being mindful within my day um, and I think it's yeah it's about sort of making it work for you in a way that feels right but you're not going to know what that is like you say until until you try stuff out let us know how you're getting on with your mindfulness journey we'd love to hear from you and uh, yeah keep coming back to you practicing those three b's till next time <laughs>